It all depends on who you know. It's not what you know, but who you know that matters. You can get ahead if you know the right people. After all, that's the way the game is played. Haven't you heard things like that before? And isn't that the way it works in many arenas of our society? And aren't there a lot of us who at some level have bought into that kind of thinking and operating? In general, we know it probably shouldn't be that way. And in particular, when somebody else who isn't all that competent gets some big advancement or promotion or position, all because they had the right contacts in the right places, then we know it isn't fair. But when something can play to our own advantage, because we know someone who can help something happen, we usually rationalize it in a different way altogether. And having a certain degree of privilege can be kind of nice. And so for those of us who were born with certain advantages, we learn at an early age, it doesn't hurt to have contacts in some of the right places. Special contacts might help get a better job, which means a larger salary and perhaps more influence and status. And maybe if we climb to a high enough position, we'll be one of those persons who can help things happen for certain others of people who know us. And so the game continues. I'll bet you at some time thought of someone you know who could help you get what you want. I know I have. I'll scratch your back if you scratch mine has probably been around for thousands and thousands of years. There's no question that knowing some of the right people can certainly get you ahead in life. And I realize that preaching this sermon isn't going to change that dynamic. But I would like you to think of our sermon title, It All Depends on Who You Know, differently. I'd like you to think of it in terms of how it impacts you personally for how you live your life and from a justice perspective. What we long for way down deep in our being is community, where no one is better than anyone else, where no one is better connected than anyone else, and where there is no pecking order of importance, but all are accepted and affirmed in the same way. Someone who was rich and famous during the last century once said that Christianity is a religion for losers. For him, being connected to Christ had nothing to do with having the right connections in high places. Many years ago, a pastor, after having served a congregation faithfully and for a long period of time, decided to move on. The congregation had a, wanted to throw a big party of celebration and recognition. And so before they had their final dinner together as a congregation, they needed someone who could speak on behalf of the congregation to thank the pastor and his family. So as they thought, they thought of the most eloquent member of their church who was well-connected in the community and was well-respected. And this particular person did not know the pastor very well because he hadn't been very active in the congregation. And so when the occasion came and it was time for him to speak, he got up with just a few notes on a small piece of paper. And he said, on behalf of the congregation, we would like to thank Dr. and Mrs. Jones for their many years of service, their selfless giving, and the ways that they helped build up our congregation. And so we'd like to wish 
and he looked at his notes. John and Mary, well, in their new adventures, along with their sons, Bob and Barry, as they venture off into the future and go with our best wishes. We also wish them well as they continue their ministry in the name of our Lord and Savior, and looking at his notes one more time, Jesus Christ. The man in the story may have been well-connected, but he wasn't very familiar with Christ. It all depends on who you know. Knowing Christ can make all the difference. For those of us who take our faith seriously, this simple truth is more important than all the worldly contacts a person could dream of. There's a wonderful story going back to the first century of a rich merchant who wanted to meet the Apostle Paul. So he was looking throughout that period of time and during those places for Timothy. He found Timothy, and Timothy was able to take him to prison in Rome where Paul was. So the man went in and met him and was so impressed with him, even though his body was weak and he was beaten down from all the trials and tribulations he had been through. There was something about his spirit that was so buoyant and so uplifting that when he came out, he asked Timothy how Paul did it. And Timothy said, it's because he's in love. He's in love with Jesus Christ. And the man looked confused and he said, is that all? And Timothy said, that is everything. Or as the hymn writer Edward Mote expressed it, on Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. It all depends on who you know. The closer we come to Christ, the closer we come together. For when we know Christ, we gain a vision of a community where none have unfair advantage over another, but where all are important and valued equally. The Greek word for community is koinonia, which has the root word koinos, meaning common. Our participation with Christ expresses our commonness as God's children, and it's not exclusive, but intended as a way of sharing God's love with all people. In other words, there are no special people who deserve special treatment. To know Jesus... To lift him up for others was a vital tradition in the early church communities. When describing the early Christians to the emperor Hadrian, Aristides wrote, They love one another. They never fail to help widows. They save orphans from those who hurt them. And if they have something, they give freely to the person who has nothing. If they see a stranger, they take him home as a brother or sister in the spirit, in the spirit of God. In this context, listen to our brief scriptural passage, which encourages us in understanding the true meaning of it all depends on who you know. We who are strong ought to put up with the failings of the weak and not to please ourselves. Each of us must please our neighbor for the good purpose of building up the neighbor, for Christ did not please himself. May the God of steadfastness and encouragement grant you to live in harmony with one another in accordance with Christ Jesus, so that together you may with one voice 
glorify the God of our Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome one another, therefore, just as Christ has welcomed you for the glory of God. To which T.S. Eliot could add, as we often say in our closing sentences, what life have you if you have not life together? There is no life that is not community and no community that is not lived in praise of God. And to continue with our Romans 12 text, live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Do not claim to be wiser than you are. Do not repay anyone evil for evil, but take thought for what is noble in the sight of all. And if it is possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Our scripture verses lift up something quite different from striving to know the right people and having the right contacts. The Trappist monk, Henry Nouwen, defined community as the place where the person you least want to live with always lives. Wow, that's pretty tough, but it's full of truth, gospel truth. A lot of what we often mean by community today seems to be people like me, people who are similar, with similar backgrounds, orientations, or even political perspectives. But that's not community, that's a club. We hunger for community, but when we define it as similarity as opposed to our human commonness, we tend to opt out when others fail to live up to our expectations. I like Nowen's tough reminder. Community doesn't mean that I will always be with people I find pleasing to me. The truth is, I don't always find me to be pleasing to me. We are called to be the new community, for as Paul reminds us in Galatians, in Christ there is neither Jew nor Gentile, slave or free, male or female, but all are one. So, when someone says to you, it's not what you know, but who you know that matters, just think to yourself, yep, that's right. And when they say, you can't get ahead with having the right, without having the right contact, simply say to yourself, by faith, it all depends on who you know. And for me, it is Christ. Friends, right here, right now, no one is any better than anyone else. We are all God's children and part of God's community where all of us are of important value. And that's what really matters. Amen.